So welcome, 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 so welcome. No stupid, no stupid questions. Hello, stupid everybody. This week's so welcome. It's for real. It's for real. With T Leak like, and Jay. Rah, rah, like a dungeon drag. What's up? No, no <laughs> specific order. No stupid questions. So <laughs> can we curse on this show? Do whatever it's we feel. Okay. Tanya, your question for today. No. Rah, rah, like All right. Stupid. So question. What's the name of the show, Jay? No stupid questions. Jack. No stupid question. Welcome to this episode. Of <laughs> My first question is, who are you? No stupid question. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the No Stupid Question Show. This is Jag, and I have T Leak with me. Hey, T Leak. This is a No Stupid Question Show, the show where we have two smart people. And one stupid question. I'm trying to finish a caramel. I thought he was gonna hook me up. Yeah, well, you just finish your caramel. It's okay. We have one stupid question, <laughs> or so we thought. So I need to take a little bit longer because T-Leak's <laughs> still working on that caramel. You know what caramels do. Right. I love so T-Leak, do you have a question for us? I do. I do. I'll get to have my teeth first. Is that good? <laughs> Are you celebrating Black History Month in February? Of course I'm celebrating Black History Month. And there's always an and to it. But yes, I am celebrating Black History Month. Now, how does that differ from Black Liberation Month? Well, it's a good question. I mean, obviously Black History Month seems to have a focus on what has happened in the past and we celebrate the heroes or and the people that came before us black liberation month on the other hand celebrating black liberation month you know i think we need to work in black liberation month to make sure that we're truly liberated and we've come a long way so i think there's something to celebrate about black liberation as well black liberation also seems seems to imply more work, more work need to be done. So I, I guess you can celebrate both. I have nothing wrong with celebrating both. So I'm celebrating both of those and working, working towards liberation as I have an eye towards the great people and events of the past. And we've talked, we, well, we've talked about this before. I'm, I'm celebrating all of it. I'm celebrating black people. I'm celebrating Black culture, which has obviously history and current. I don't know about the future. Um, well, my, niece, so, my niece was recording YouTube videos. So I think she gonna she thinks she's gonna be the next <laughs> YouTube sensation. <laughs> yeah, there, there will be a next YouTube sensation. <laughs> why not her? Hey, you know what? I'm all good. Does that mean I had to be able to retire and come? <laughs> Anyway, since I'm her favorite aunt, so she told me today. But it, it, I digress. Did so she put that in the YouTube, did she, um, did she document that? No, yeah. she didn't. She only narrates her life on YouTube. That's we're gonna do a whole separate social media show after Black History Month. But actually, we could talk about it because what I was gonna say was I'm celebrating all of it. The originator of Black History Month is an organization called the Association um, for the Oh, gosh, <laughs> I just had a brain freeze. 
It's got um, caramel. Associate, it is. That's sugar. See, this is why you shouldn't have sugar. That's Black Health and Wellness number 101. Stay away from sugar because you don't want to get the sugar. Um, the Association for the Study of African American Life and History. And so okay. it really is, uh, you know, sort of a, you know, preservation and, and study. And, and to me, study is only good as it relates to how you can apply it in the future. And for those of you that are interested, they have some great things coming up. I'm going to do a book talk. Yay. On um, February, February 10th. So we'll include the link to that as well. If you want to hear more from me, if you don't hear enough of me on this podcast. So yeah, so they have, you know, something around Black health and wellness. And as you know, that is near and dear to my heart. I'm actually going to do another uh, talk with an alumni group about the soul of uh, Black health and wellness, because that's where I really feel like, I mean, we put soul in everything we do. And I think we could add more soul to health and wellness. So I think, I think as we look at the history, I think we have the opera- uh, opportunity to talk about, explore, discuss how it applies to the future. And I think that's what we should be doing in these this month is taking that study and applying it for liberation purposes. So I'm all about Black liberation too. So I noticed you used, you know, you, you talked about the future several times. Well, Black Futures Month. Have you heard of that concept? Black Futures Month? Yeah. Black no, Futures. I haven't. What, what is no. that? No, what is no. that? Okay. So... I don't know, a very popular rapper said we should call it Black Future Month instead of Black History Month. Who's, um, who was that? Mr. West. As much as it pains me to say it, it's actually not, not a bad thing. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. I mean, I, I think. Now, why you don't want to get a man his props? Why does it pain you to give him his props? It's kind of like, I have to be honest, it's kind of like when I say that Trump said something that, you know, people Ooh, should take to heart. Just just because he re- wore the red hat, you know, you can't, well. You can, you yeah, can, you can. and You're I do. Right. <laughs> I'm I trying mean, to defend him, but I, I don't know, I don't, I'm not sure why you were doing that, but anyway, neither here nor there. I, but I, but I, you know, I want us to be very careful. And that's why I say we celebrate it all because to not look at the lessons of history is silly. So when you say future, the history has to be in there somewhere. You're not going to, it's not greenfield and you're going to act like your brain has been wiped. Like your memory has been wiped the best solution is going to come out of having a having an open mind so not being constrained by history shall we say but taking those lessons i mean i understand and 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 it's interesting because you you were kind you you were kind the, you know dr cornell west said kanye need to get off the to get off the symbolic crack pipe <gasps> No, Cornell West didn't talk about somebody being symbolic. Well, you know, everybody has their moments now. So, you know, moments he, of moments of things you can be proud of, and moments of things that you want you wish didn't happen. Well, I think again, as a intellectual and a scholar who I don't think has spearheaded any specific practical activism. 
I don't know that Cornell can be the one talking about. I mean, and and I am please somebody tell me besides the books, which again I put to the intellectual scholar piece, which is again nothing to sneeze at, right? I'm just not sure that he's the one to criticize someone for being sort of theoretical. And I mean, if that if that was the specific sort of words that he used. Well, he he talked about the symbolic crack pipe. What all what he said was that. Black Unless I don't understand always, him because he's is, so intellectual is, and maybe I'm missing it, it. It has always been about the future. It has always been about recognizing and learning and recovering from the past, but it's mm -hmm. always been about the future. So, so what he, is he talking about? What is a symbolic crack pipe? Again, maybe I just don't understand what he's saying and I'm too, he's too deep even for, you know, I should, I was going to say even for me, but that sounds like I'm just miss deep. I'm not that deep. <laughs> I don't even I mean, know what that means. Maybe maybe it's just a catchphrase. <laughs> maybe it was just to get a few a few lines and a few in print. a few likes. A few Flicks. likes, maybe. All I was saying is you were being more kind in your uh, assessment of what may or may not be wrong with with what how Kanye West. Well, was. and and I mean, what what you know, we were talking about love in our last. Um, thing and I and I think you know one thing one aspect of love is that you focus on the positive right because there's always going to be some negative and and um, I I think that what we can take from what Kanye is saying especially given the generational difference between Cornell and Kanye is that and I think I could say this pretty clearly I mean the way we were taught history was not about future. It was always about these, truth be told, all these dead people that did great things, but it was really about knowing what they did. And, and there was never a discussion or a specific sort of activity that we did that put us in the mindset of the future. It, it, there really wasn't. And I think that the hope from maybe some sort of, again, deep psychological theory was that if you know that you have these accomplished people in your culture, in your, in your, you know, in this sort of, in the diaspora, that you will then feel the confidence, et cetera, sort of, again, this sort of general feeling of, you know, self-efficacy that you can and, you know, will succeed and perform. But, but it hasn't been concrete in, in the sense that, so, so that's what I would take from it is that I think there is an opportunity for us to focus more on the future and, and less on the teaching of just the history. We need to basically make that come forward, bring that history alive. You know, it's, it, again, like I said, it's the, the, sometimes the teaching of it is dead because it's of just dead things and we're not bringing them to life and figuring out how to bring them forward. <clears throat> That's an interesting observation because I always, and, and you know, different people take different things from it. You know, there, there's a sense that you need to give people role models in order for them to understand what's possible for themselves. And maybe you need to tell people you know, about struggles that other people have overcome. So when they face struggles in their lives, they know that they're capable of overcoming it because other people did it before them. So I see a value in that, but you're right. Maybe the teaching has been incomplete. If you think the teaching has not said, look at these people, what they've done, you may face challenges, but you're able to overcome your challenges in the same way and even surpass what they've done, then the teachings have been incomplete. So I guess we need to, when we, when we talk about 
Martin Luther King, when we talk about Malcolm X, we need to say that they stood up to adversity and so can you. And mm-hmm. if if that's not if that's not part of the teachings, then I agree with you. We 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 missed the boat. Well, we need and to I- say, well, look what the, the doctors of the great black doctors of the past have done, Dr. Hale with open heart surgery. And, and, and it's because they've done that, you know that you have that within you to be able to do as well. So what's interesting about that is I I I again I get that, but that is not that's not it does not have a focus on the future. It's kind of this, put the hope out there. It's hope for the future, but it is not, again, going back to <laughs> what you were saying about this, um, you know, uh, symbolic. It's, it is, it's a symbol, but does it hit people? So what does that mean today? Especially when you may have people who are looking at the coach, from the Miami Dolphins, who, Mm. I don't know if anybody's heard that story. We'll put a link to the story. Um, But yeah, where we're talking about how there's a rule that, you know, NFL club owners have to interview, you know, Black people in order to ensure that they have looked at all these qualified candidates. And truly, they're doing it now to check a box. So there's a gentleman that's suing because he got a text. (laughs) That's the allegation. The allegation is. yes i'm so, i'm sorry yeah no, my, my legal my legal counsel has uh, suggested that i uh refer let the, me let the, me retract the that rooney, the Go rooney ahead. rule was what you were referring to and and that's when the commission at the time rooney said that you know we need to get more black executives and coaches and in order to facilitate that he required the organizations to hire someone uh, to interview someone black and and the presumption was that you interview and actually entertain, consider consider them for the job. Uh, <laughs> oh, Brian, that's Brian, yeah, but you know, if you don't write, I don't know if they wrote the consider part in there, and you know, people will will only do a rule up to the point that they want, or or, or they can they can feign. Oh, well, I mean, you know, no one's going to be use that defense. Well, it didn't say we had to consider. We did schedule them for an interview, but I mean, the 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 fact is that they confirmed that this other person. Well, the I'm sorry, not the fact. The allegation. The allegation <laughs> is that. So, so the complete story is Brian Flores, who is a who was the former coach of the Miami Dolphins, uh, interviewed for a job. His previous boss, who's Bill Belichick texted him and congratulated him on getting the job actually before he interviewed with the giants who was he interviewing with he was interviewing with the giants yes and the reality is it was a different brian who also worked for bill belichick so he i guess you know what his contacts in his his contacts in his phone was by the first first name not last name so that does make you feel better because you're like if that mistake was made on text at least when i (laughs) takes the wrong person i don't feel so bad it wasn't a class action suit that followed (laughs) there you go but basically the text said that congratulations on the job you got it but really he was he should have been talking to the white brian that used to work for him who the giants did hire and the black brian is saying they had already made the decision before they interviewed me. So right, he was on his time. way to, he hadn't had the interview yet and he got the text, right. congratulations on the job. And he's like, oh, right. I think I was supposed to send the other one. But he's like, right. so they already decided? Right. So anyway, 
we went a long way around to come back to there's the history you can do it and then there's this crap let me use crap today okay and so what i think is needed is a when i say you know an eye to the future it's it's something that is practical it's not just this sort of general you can do it because there's a lot flying in the face of that and if we want you know especially our children to have that feeling of capability and opportunity i feel like we need to give them something more concrete to grab onto and i and i think that's that's i'm i'm giving yay mr west whatever you want to call him not the cornell <laughs> it's interesting they both have the, the same last right i was just i was like are they, oh, they related you don't even know what you do. <laughs> they both like the what is it the symbolic <laughs> whatever <laughs> anyway so uh, that's this so i'm gonna stop there so i, I want to parse what you said there though because i i think it's important so I, I have a little issue with what you said because i think it's very important to tell the younger generation of black folks or any generation of black folks that they have the capabilities to do whatever people do capabilities and opportunities are two different things so let, let's let's not mistake um, Brian, Brian Flores had, is capable of being a coach. He may not get an opportunity and may never again get an opportunity to be an NFL coach because he stood up to the system. But he's capable. He just may not have the opportunities. And I think I, I only want to stop there because I want no one to make the mistake of not telling our young folks that they're capable. They're well, no, capable. that's but that's what I'm saying. That's when you said it's incomplete. That's the incomplete part. Because capable without opportunity or viewing that you don't have an opportunity means nothing. If you are a great tennis player, but you can't find a place to play, you don't have rackets, you don't have, it doesn't matter how capable you are. The, if the opportunity is not afforded you to play in whatever arena, small, medium, large, it actually sucks more to know you can do it, but you know you're stuck in this box so so to, I, I i agree with you so full stop capability is important i think that's the part that we get with the history but that becomes sort of nebulous in this space where it's like but today this is what i'm seeing so regardless of how capable i am or what we always hear which is we got to be doubly capable which we are mm -hmm. but then da 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 so I just, I, this far. and we have, we have to, if we want to be realistic, right, we could say, you know, I think when I, we were at Stanford once, and I think Mae Jemison spoke, and she said that, you know, I just didn't see any barriers. I didn't see any barriers. I just thought that, and I think that is fantastic, and I think it does take you far, and I just listened to another presentation from Stanford on mindsets and how mindsets can trap you. So I think mindsets are really important, but we have to make sure that their mindset is that there is opportunity. Because otherwise, that capability stops like halfway there. Well, I, th I think we also need to take the next step in, in, in deciding. So we're talking about Black, the Black future. So this, so this is a Black History Month show. But we have to take the next step in creating opportunities 
for ourselves. And that's, I, that's what I mean by that's that next part of the equation. I'm not saying let's depend on that, but we have to look at, okay, so let's make what will give us the rest of the way. Let's not count on other people for it, but right. that's the other part of, that's what we should be working on in this month. Right. So, you know, it's interesting because there is a new football league being started. I did not know that either. Yeah, they, oh, I, I need to get, your, to get your news headline, your news uh, I, I think <laughs> notification. To, I think they're trying to have games this year, and it's the oh, third damn. incarnation of the USFL. Okay. And my only point there is, because it's not a Black league by any stretch of the imagination, my only point is you can start another football league. In sports, certain sports in particular, if Black people decided they wanted to have their own sports league, I think they could be pretty successful. And I think they could have their players and their coaches because I think that's one area and, and it's just one area. I think there are numerous areas. I think all areas Black people can excel in. But that's one area that no one can argue with Black people excelling in. So why don't we have a new basketball league where we don't have to worry about whether or not they interview check a box to interview a black coach because it's black owners and presumably black owners will give black coaches a chance yeah and i i i i would would like to see that i just we got to figure out the the entry application so we don't get some of the people that ran somebody's hbcus into the ground we need to make sure that i i i hey i'm we're supposed to be real, right? I, which, which HBCU's been running the ground? Morris Brown had quite a time. And it was not just about accreditation. There were some budget issues. My cousin was there, so I, you know. Okay, okay. So, and I've heard about some others. I don't remember all of the names, but. I mean, clearly there are not as many HBCUs as there used to be. Well, um, and I don't know that they're all budget related, but I'm just saying that you know, let's, let's make sure that we have a going concern and it's not, um, but, but, but to that point, actually, there's, there's, there's the financial part of it, um, which like you said, I think we could make money from it. It's just how that money gets spent and, and we were talking about this last time, recycled into our communities. But I, you know, I'm looking at Dion, who's at, Dion Sanders, who's at Jackson State State. and the the talent that he's attracting because of who he is I would say I mean you know I don't know people but because of who he is and 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 we have this ability to bring to make opportunities really if if we don't necessarily choose the easy route and I know for Dion obviously it's easy to because he don't need a paycheck per se (laughs) but i really think that there is there is an opportunity for us to make opportunities by not taking the what sometimes is the easy not creating opportunity for others route like this like like you know flores is trying to create opportunities for others by this so lawsuit, because he is taking, not creating opportunity taking, for himself, but I assume he's a selfless going. role. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and that's tough because it is. I'm. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. 
I'm not going to say that I've always taken and that I would always, even if you put the choice in front of me. Yeah, it's a good question. How do you get people to do that? You know, it's hard to, if, if you're still talking about athletes and, and this is not just about athletes. Um, yeah. But it's hard to get people to forego a paycheck for the greater good. Yeah, that's what we're seeing today. And, and historically, I don't know if there's been many groups of people to do that uh, or any groups of people that, that have been able to do that. So you're asking, you're asking Black folks to do something that is almost not human. And maybe we have to have to do some some radical things as a, as a group of people in order to make some radical change. And, and when you say that out loud, then obviously you have to do radical things as a group to make radical change. Well, I think that that can only be done in community. And we, we come back to this so often, but I think radical change is supported just like, just like in your personal individual life, right? Radical change is, if you feel like you have support, you are more likely more successful at more inclined to take that leap and so it is going to be imperative because if somebody does forego a check like we got to look out for florida's now right because he's taking this chance for other people so just like colin get ava duvernay to do a yeah, well, Flores, uh, you, you, you a invited to come you invited to come on the no stupid question show because <laughs> we support you yes uh, we'd, yes we'd yes, love yes. To talk to you um and, and amplify what you're trying to do because, you know, I do see that as a selfless act because as you, as you admitted, you may never get hired by NFL team again. You obviously have demonstrated that you have the ability to coach and there are a whole lot of coaches who get recycled, who have far worse records than you had. Yeah. So anyway, you're invited on the show. Uh, we hope to hear from you. So, you know, we're always talking about sports and excellence, but, you know, I, I have to I have to jump to another topic that's that's hot right now. And that's the next Supreme Court justice, because not only especially near and dear to my family, <laughs> we believe in in being excellent at jurisprudence and judicial issues. What do you think about the next Supreme Court justice being a black woman? Well, you know, I'm like, you know, power to the people and power to the ladies. <laughs> um, but I think it's a, that's a, that she, this is a really good example of where history meets future, okay. right? Because we talk about great lawyers, we talk about, you know, your third good marshals, et cetera. And then we haven't seen another black one of that particular ilk, right? Black, I mean, we, got, we, got, we got Clarence. But yeah, we, we're trying what to get- mean? he dark skin? What you mean? Uh, well, no, Thurgood was light skin. So we need a light skin, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> right, so- I <laughs> <laughs> Well, you took it there. I just want to take it higher, <laughs> just way out of the stratosphere. So yeah, I think, I think the concept of a Supreme Court justice, the conversation is ridiculous. I'm not, we can do a separate show on that, but the conversation about the fact that he said, um, although I will say this, I think that he should have had that in his mind. I understand it was probably a, a selection, oh, sorry, a, a voter, you know, a, a platform thing, but he should have had that in his mind. And then 
just find the most qualified person who happens to be a black woman. Because that's the problem when you make it about the black woman, even though we know that there are more than qualified people, we know that we have never been, we black women have never been represented on the court. Right. You know, there's a, a lot of things to consider, but I would just say just from a political, and I don't play the political games well, but I'm just saying from a political perspective, you're going to put forward who you're going to put forward. Right? And you already made the campaign promise. So the campaign promise was great. Now you just say, I'm looking for the most qualified person and I want to look across a diverse, blah, 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 blah. You will no doubt find, and he could have even been lighter about it and said, I'm going to, anyway, I'm, I'm doing that the other show. Let's talk about, it. so I do think that if we talk about opportunity and a capability, I think that is a wonderful thing to make the two kind of merge together and to be able to, to talk about what that looks like. And, 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 you know, perhaps even in Black History Month to acknowledge the women that are even in the running, because they've accomplished already clearly so much in order to be considered for this, this position. Yeah, we should probably leave it there because I'm going to tell you, I have a fear inside of me. Um, because last time, last time we talked, and you know, I don't like to, I don't, don't like mess to up my I'm mindset. Scared. Don't mess up my mindset. But I, you brought up that other guy, and the last time we had a black justice, this Negro. But he's dark skin. Yeah, I know. But he is about as disappointing as you could possibly. I mean, the conservative, the racist conservatives on the court look at Clarence like, dude, you going too far. <laughs> This dude would be the only decent, um, the remember. only decent on black yeah. issues. Yeah, no, so, I, 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 yeah. Well, I don't. Let, let's just okay. jump off of that. Okay, but I Hopefully. appreciate you bringing that up because I do hope for that, and I think that's a wonderful um, thing to celebrate, even if we celebrate the women for what they've already done because they that's are right. today and they are doing it. So that's right. That's right. Good yes. deal. So, so tell yeah, you tell yeah. your mother again. We're still waiting for her to get on the show. She's an accomplished judge. That's right. Retired now, so she got more time. So maybe we can get her on. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna cross my fingers. So we're gonna close this out. Black History Month, Black Future Month. No stupid question show. And we hope you're celebrating Black History Month like we are. Talking Black about future. not only the history but the future and our liberation all together. <laughs> Jay got the fist up. Put your fist Power up. to the people. Do a fist bump, but stay six feet away. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no stupid questions. You can ask any question that you want or don't ask no stupid ass questions. <laughs>